Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, friends. We back at it again, child. Yes, Lord. And let's go ahead and get into this uh, wine of the week. So we made an an executive decision to try uh, some Chablis. I think executive means Constance. I think Constance (laughs) made the decision. (laughs) For okay. us to try some Chablis. <laughs> I feel like she's been talking about it for a while and we just... It just sounds so bougie and fancy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is a Chablis? Right. You know, I'd be a nigga about it and call it Chablis. But Chablis? <laughs> mm, what's that? <laughs> I feel fancy. I feel French. Somebody take me out to dinner. Yes. <laughs> so I have the um, Livingston Sellers version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what you got too? Yeah. Mo, what kind you got? Franzia? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) She said that was so... Okay. So much excitement. Yes. I have a five liter box of Chablis. Five liter. (laughs) Right. Well, bitch, I hope you like it. (laughs) I said the same thing, which is crazy (laughs) because even though it's such a big box, it was still cheaper than me getting the other options that Total Wine had available. So the um this box is like $16.99 at Total Wine. And mm-hmm. um, I think mm. the other options was more like the higher end of $20 or $30. Oh. I feel like that's an investigation we're gonna have to do on the the uh box wine, why it's not considered, you know, classy. I think because it's in a box. Well, there's that. But how? what's the bang for your buck, buck ratio is my question. I mean, you know, if she said it was $16.99 for five bottles, well, five liters, bitch. Five liters, which is more than five bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Because a bottle is $7.50. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. But friends yeah. is my friend right now. Yeah, it's gonna be your friend for a minute, right? So right. Me, uh, five liter. <laughs> what you think about it? Have you tasted it yet? Yes, I love it. I mean, not love, oh, good. but I like it. Yeah, um, it's a okay. little on the dry side, so I think that was like anticlimactic for me because I was thinking that it was gonna be a little light. But uh, it says it has flavors of citrus and pear, and it does. I could see this being a summer drink. It's like we put it in our summer collection yeah. recommendations. Um, it pairs yeah, well with pork, chicken, and it says, of course, your favorite book. But um, I think if you are new to trying white wines, this should be one that you consider. I like that. I actually expect it to be drier than it is. Hmm. Um, you know, because when I was struggling to find it. So, y'all, I'm home this week. Um, I'm back here in North Augusta. South Carolina and the struggle is back on to find a wine because oh, honestly Lord. me and Monique would have to meet at damn total wine in Columbia for me to find the nearest total wine near me. <laughs> and how long That's is that? Crazy. Like an hour and a half drive? Yeah. Like an hour. Yeah. Cause it's a harvest. So I'd have to give it another like half hour depending on traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to get it. It's like an hour and a half. But you would think there would be one in Augusta. You would think that, but no, no, sadly. It's okay. Yeah, Augusta got some growing to do. It's trying. Um, but I ended up finding the Livingston brand at um, Beverage Outlet uh, in Augusta. Okay. I like it, though. It's it's giving... Because I let my mama try it, too. She was like, ooh, what's that? And so, <laughs> so she sniffed it. She was like, ooh, I smell citrus. Did mama approve? She did. She did. She's like, oh, I like this. I'm going to have me some of that. She down there cooking dinner. <laughs> she, she, so she's going to drink some of my bottle, but... It's very it's it's very light, a lot mm-hmm. lighter than I thought it would be. It um is giving a less dry Sauvignon Blanc for me. I feel like I taste like lemon and like you said maybe pear, 
but it tastes real good. This will this is gonna fuck me up. I feel it. Yeah. This is gone. This gone. I didn't even gone. look at the it's alcohol content. I didn't even oh bother. Lord. Be careful, girl. Please, cause box wine mm-hmm. will get you. Had me like that on that other episode. Yeah. That old tiny bottle. How many how many does it say how many Ooh. glasses it is in there or bottles? Twelve point five percent. Well shit now. Oh, mine's ten and a half. Well, I guess you better get on to some fridges then. Um, <laughs> and it's 34 Sound glasses like is the way to go. in the box. So if you're entertaining friends, this is definitely a go-to. I think. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. If you're looking for a budget-friendly wine option, mm-hmm. box wine is the way to go. That's or, like eight and a half bottles of wine, bro. That's crazy as hell. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you ended to win it, girl. You got it. I pour me a That's glass right. a day. Y'all... <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna have a good good weekend. Yeah. Well, don't Wanda, go nowhere. What'd you think of it? Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was kind of flavorful at first taste. I was thinking, oh, like it's a little Pinot Grigio vibes a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I also could give it some. Like Sauvignon Blanc vibes too. Less fruity though. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. I don't think I get the pear. Do you feel like there's pear in there? Mm, I don't really like get it, but I get got, citrus though. I got a little zest in there. Like maybe a little lemon. I feel like it's zest. pear and lemon. Mm, okay. It's something making it a little sweet now. Because lemon ain't sweet, damn it. No, I get a little tart though. It's a little, but there's mm-hmm. something kicking it and making it sweet. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's good. But yeah, I approve. This was recommended by the Somalier. No, the Somalier. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Not this, not any of these brands in particular, but, you know, the type of wine itself. Yeah. She did still try it. That's why I wanted to try it. And you know, I got real fucking nervous because every time I typed in Chablis, the first thing that would pop up would be Chardonnay. So I was really scared it was going to taste. She said it was a cousin. I know. That's why I got nervous. I was like, please don't be buttery. I can't take it. This, <laughs> this, this is good day. I can't. Oh, man. All right. But yeah. I'll give her a seven and a half on first oh, try. Okay. Yeah. Seven and a half on the first try. Okay. I said a six and a half. Yeah. Maybe if we uh, get a better brand. Yes. Because our brands were limited this time. Right. But. Maybe we can find like a better brand. We can increase that rating. But let's get let's get into uh, the topic of the week. Alrighty, we are here to talk about gender roles. <laughs> God bless it. <laughs> we want to know whether gen- gender roles really exist in relationships now in twenty twenty three. Like, is this something that? we still should be enforcing. I can think of like the sixties, how they had like those sitcoms and they had like the stay at home moms and they were taking care of the kids and now everybody working. Okay. The kids are at daycare. Okay. <laughs> or, at, or at grandma house. Shit. Even grandma's still working. I don't know. Bro. <laughs> so I guess, first of all, let's, let's just pinpoint what are some gender roles that we know of. Because that's going to be able to help me determine whether or not I believe in them for real. Or if I, I feel like they're still relevant or in a certain sense. Okay. So the two that I think of off that mm-hmm. is cooking and taking out the trash. Okay. So who's who's who? So cooking is for the woman. Uh-huh. Taking out the trash for the man. Uh-huh. Mm, that, t- that cooking thing. I don't feel as though that lies with one gender. I just don't. Now, if only one of you niggas in the relationship could cook, you the cook. That's, that's a different story. Right. You the yeah. cook, period. <laughs> I mean, you know, it just is what it is. Right. Just take your role and love yourself and love and love on the family because no one wants to die from the person who can't cook. Just let them know they <laughs> just let them stay in their lane. But I feel like that could go either way. So if your man is a cook, let him cook. You can try every now and again, do a few desserts or something. 
Let that motherfucker cook, though. Mm-hmm. If your woman could cook, let her cook. Yeah. Now, I have heard of people who neither one of the people in the relationship could cook. That's scary thought. Yeah, but Y'all so then if you're used to your level of cooking and the other person has the same level of cooking, then how are you missing good food if neither one of you are used to it? You know, it's just is what it is. You're not. We're, but you're not making good food. You just having sandwiches or going through the drive through. You don't know no different. You don't know nothing. Way. Right. So what yourself. are you missing? <laughs> Fucking nothing. <laughs> Either you both go take a cooking class together. Mm-hmm. And you, you can. take out. Which is really cute. We should do a bucket list yeah. for couples for the summer. Cooking classes are very affordable. I do like a good cooking class. You know, I like a dance class. I'm not going to tell you no story. Mm-hmm. I would love to take a dance class with my man. Mm-hmm. Oof. They should do couples pole dancing, too. That would, that would what? I think you, they I need know. to learn how to be good spectators. You just learn how to sit on the chair right so I don't fall down. <laughs> yeah, maybe we. <laughs> you take the class and then we show off what we learn at right after. Yeah, you come to the recital. Yes. <laughs> this girl said the recital. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm in ballroom dancing, girl. Hey, dancing well, is dancing. They have, um, right. they have a candle making thing. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Well, you make candles, candles together. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, we're getting off topic. I don't know. I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. I wrote them down. It's anyway, okay. all right. Um, But yeah, so if neither one of you mofos know how to cook, you ain't missing nothing. You just you just learn where your spots are. The waiters and waitresses will know your name. You'll probably get a discount. You know, you become a regular. It's fine. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. That's just sad. Because there's no man in my family that don't know how to cook nothing anything but they had to be taught by someone and someone but someone must have dropped the ball in some of these areas or they just never had no i'm assuming no one ever taught them because listen well never mind i don't even know where i was going with that i was going to try to use Doug's as an excuse but i can't he just never had to cook on his own he always had people cooking around him but it's not that he didn't know how to cook okay he just never fucking had to and then when he had to he blow that motherfucker house down. Simona really cooked like that because Doug's love to cook for himself. Mm. And so she don't cook because he love to cook. Mm. Same I'm with me. Chris don't cook because I like to cook and I want him out of my kitchen. I'm very selfish with yeah. my kitchen. I, I Initially, I struggled with the gender role as far as cooking um, in our relationship, but he loves cooking. I don't. I can yeah. season, but like the execution, that's he's better on that end. So I'm going to prep, chop these onions, bell peppers, and, you know, I'm going to get everything ready for you. And you just cook it when you get it. Ma'am. But that, that was hard for me. contribution. Yeah. That's what he says. And I, that, but it was hard for me to accept, like, what my expertise oh. was. Because in my mind, really? a lady is supposed to cook and have dinner ready, you know. So oh, that's yeah. just my upbringing. But, but it ain't, you know. You accept it ain't something you have to do. And it's honest, not, you know, you have so many other talents, girl. Not that you can't cook. I know you can, but. You can clean afterwards. Yeah, and you can set the table. Shit, you can decorate, bitch. What you mean? And I'll come in and, and you prepping, prepping at the table. Ready to eat. To be honest, <laughs> the fact that you prep, ma'am, that is the most important part. That's the that's the most annoying, most boring ass part. And the fact that you contribute that way, y'all both cook. I'll give a damn what you say. Because that prep is something serious, girl. Yeah, it's a team effort over here. I don't. Mm-hmm. As for me, I um I try to take over the cooking just because I like I said I'll be saying he cooked like a grandma, so the butter gonna be buttering. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he learned to cook. He learned to cook from his grandma, so it's very soul food esque. Uh-huh. And the more you make it soul food esque, the heavier I get. So, well, because well. It, it, I mean, it loves to stay on me. So <laughs> I try to cook healthier meals mm-hmm. just because I know that um we both, I guess we're older, so we both need to be eating a little healthier now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but if I want a good meal, I know what to do. Ask him to cook <laughs> up something real quick. So love it. The grits, yes. but the, you know, one thing you cannot make healthy is the grits 
pan. No. That's For one, it's in corn. There. It's already a starch. Yeah. I mean, then you, you got to put the butter in there. And if the butter not nothing. on top, I don't want it. I don't know how mm-hmm. you you can eat grits without butter. Right. Honestly, I don't know. Sidebar. I have something to say. Okay, go ahead. I learned that it's a thing here in Virginia for people to put sugar no. and rice. What? Not the grits, the rice. Why are we eating sweet rice? Girl. And then they was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're country. I said, no, girl. No, ma'am. I'm country. <laughs> no, ma'am. And we never did no shit like that. Never. And we That's don't put sugar in the grits either. That's country. a hell no. Never. Maybe it's some oatmeal. Say cream of wheat, sweetie. Right. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's brown porridge. sugar only. So yes. start right there. You, you. That's almost as blasphemous as someone putting sugar in your damn collard greens. Why would you do that? Hold up, now. Right. No, ma'am. No, no. <laughs> Not to balance look- out flavor, darling. I mean to make them like sweet as candied yams. Oh, oh no, no, no. no, it's a boundary. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Right. No. All right. Yeah. Not to balance just- out flavor, ma'am. You gotta put sugar oh, in like tomato I sauce. Say, I do put little. Don't want to say, "Hey, bitch, you crossed the line." <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like that's the only seasoning you seem to use is sugar. Okay. Oh no, I don't do that. No. <laughs> you have to be light on the sugar and the pepper when you're using it as seasons, because nobody wants peppered anything. Yeah. No. Oh, them. I I do. I love pepper. Like peppered mac and cheese? Mm. I put a, I put pepper, a little pepper on my mac I and cheese. I, I put pepper on just about everything. It's a shame. Yeah, but it's not like, it's like I shouldn't be able to taste in my it. House. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but everybody don't like it, so I don't cook everything. that way unless I'm the only one eating it. Okay. Like, I don't use a shit ton of it if I'm cooking for more than one person. Oh, yeah. I don't use a ton yeah, of it. I'm talking about but like you buy this mac and cheese and there. it's peppery. Oh no! Like you can see the flavor. Yes, you can. See. <laughs> no, you, you won't. No, you won't do that. You won't see that because, like, the sauce, the cheese sauce is very salty. Yeah, understood. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So I try to balance it out a little bit. Mm. But yeah, I have friends from work, and she was like, "Oh, my mom made the salmon," and she's like, "It's real good." So she was like, "Have a piece." So I had a piece of it, and then I picked up some of the rice with it, and I was like. Why is this sweet? <laughs> she said, Oh, I like to put a little sugar in my rice. I was like, they- Who does that? Mm-hmm. Oh, shame. I don't I was understand. Like, who does that? I didn't know that was a thing. They're northern I guess- southern. I don't know what that is. I don't know what yeah. they are. They're northern southern. We don't we don't they believe c- in that They right claim here. the south though. Like they, they I think guess, they're southern. Baby. It's giving cream of wheat. And I can't. I can't. But they definitely put sugar in their grits up here. That's crazy to hear. That's kind of where I draw the line of, um, you ain't in the South no, no. more. No, ma'am. We have left the heat of the South. Yeah. <laughs> but they still have sweet tea here, so that's still Southern. I don't know, bro. Is it lit they, 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 sweet they... tea? No, it's real sweet tea. Oh. Well, I hate when you go up North and you go to like a McDonald's and you ask for a sweet tea. We have raspberry tea. I, I ain't ask for that, that shit. That shit nasty. If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. All right, moving on. (laughs) So taking out the trash, how y'all feel about that? I think it's neutral. I mean, I'd rather not. Like, if you're here... I don't know. I never had to worry about it because off top, that was something he was doing. I never even asked him. He just started doing it. And then I was looking at him I was like, what's trash doing here? <laughs> I guess I got <laughs> Like, don't start something you're not willing to keep up. I guess he just, he wasn't full and then I cooked and then it got full. He, he took it out. We both had to go to work. It was a whole thing. Anyway, 
But yeah, I would much rather you do it. I will if I have to, but I don't want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I've been doing it while while I was living by myself. Same. But now that I have somebody with me in the house with me, I mean, that is you know a male, <laughs> right? I think it. Why I, not? Just go and pick that bag up, dog, and go and throw that out outside. Yeah, I mean, you was already volunteering your service of taking out the trash anyway. Like, who am I to stop you? Yeah, from doing what you were doing. Go forth and do. I think I have mm-hmm. a short patience, and so you trying to oh. push stuff in this bag, and it's already full. I'm just gonna go ahead and take it out, girl. I will push that thing in there like that glad flex <laughs> bag. <laughs> We don't even worry about it. We'll push it down. I'll tie it up. I and give will it to stretch you. that shit down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-uh. So I guess that's why I said that it's neutral because I'll just grab the bag and take it out. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You, speaking of trash, it's crazy how much trash we produce. Like I know this is a little topic. Oh my God. It's but crazy. it's like, yo, we just took mm-hmm. this bag of trash out. How the hell? Two days later, it's full again. You want me to tell you what the what caused it to be full? When you eat out a lot, like we notice, like when we eat out on the weekends, mm-hmm. we have to take the trash out all the time because all those to-go con- t- containers they are like in up. the trash can and it fills it up. You're not wrong. So no. between eating out or if you do like a meal prep for like you know on Sunday or whenever you do the meal prep, the trash can be full, and then you have to take it out, especially if you do meal prep because in a day or so that meat stink. thing mm-hmm. tray gonna start stinking. Yeah. Smells awful. But them to-go plates will fill up a trash bag. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More than one person definitely produces more trash. Because I felt like we was constantly taking out the trash of Christmas over there. It's like, goddamn, I've never produced as much trash the whole time I've been in this damn apartment. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. It's crazy how much we produce. Mm-hmm. For real. But yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Gotta eat though. Oh, go on. we gonna eat. Definitely, <laughs> Trash Definitely. produced or not, we gonna eat. Facts. I'm trying to think of other. Okay, so the only two that I guess, and I know one of them for me is like, I just don't, I feel like it's outdated. Cleaning as a woman's role. I feel like it's outdated. I feel like I don't feel like that's just one person. No, for a whole house. It was not when everybody worked. And then the other one is yard work. Now that one I'm moving too hard on. For me, <laughs> I'm not doing yard work. I'm not cutting no goddamn grass. And if you don't know what to do, then you hire somebody because I'm sure as shit not doing it. Oh, I'm not getting no riding lawnmower. I don't care how you dress that shit up. I am allergic <laughs> to nature in general, and I will not be going outside. <laughs> Smelling like outside. I ain't doing none of that shit. I don't no even zero go term for Constance. No. So, either we ain't going to have no yard, and your, your yard going to look like shit, or we're going to have shit. to figure that into budget. Because What the yard going to look like if you're not going to have a yard? Just dirt? What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> it's going to look like whoever, like, like whatever the person to take care of it wanted to look like, because it ain't going to be oh. me. Oh, Lord. I don't know what to do. I wasn't raised to do that. Oh, true. But I was in the country, so they put me on that damn lawnmower. It was a riding lawnmower. I had to push, but they definitely put me on that damn lawnmower. And did. My, I used to be out there acting like I was driving a car. That's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I asked. But nope. Douglas got to ride the lawnmower and cut the grass. And I had to clean the fucking kitchen. So. <laughs> damn. So your gender roles were kind of yes, gender role expectations talk. were set as children, and I think and ingrained, huh? mine were a little neutral in this because my dad only had three girls. Mm-hmm. So we, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> he didn't really had a choice of saying, "Oh, the girls, my girls can be pampered and leave them in the house." No, he had us outside cutting grass. Helping in the flower bed. Uh, we had a garden as kids, so we'd be out there helping hoeing and mm-hmm. you know flowering the plants. So 
we were somewhat well-rounded. The only, it just kind of stopped when it came to like fixing the car. I think that's where he drew the line, but I definitely think that my childhood, like yours, Constance, shaped what I think my gender roles are now. Yeah. Hmm. But Mo, I think your your mom likes outside too, though, yeah, right? She true. likes to go fishing mm-hmm. and she likes mm-hmm. like flowers and stuff yeah. like that. So, so that's why I wouldn't agree with Constance being like, oh, you know, you can't go outside. I'm like, like why not? Because I've seen my mom do it all, all my life. So yeah. I never really thought that yard work would be just a male thing. Like that was, if you had asked what was the top four gender roles, for like male versus female, I don't think that would have been like in my top four. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Cause literally all I saw, like my mom was not outside. Yeah, I would not expect all. your mother to be out there. Too. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Deborah was not not the outdoorsy. Yeah, we don't she do doesn't the even look like she about mm-hmm. that life. Fuck no, we don't do the nature and shit. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for me, I think like my mom had a garden outside of her house, so I would be out there. I didn't want to be out there, but I was outside <laughs> in that damn garden mm-hmm. at at dusk. Well, the sun was going down because it wasn't as hot. And it was after work. So she would come home from work and then go in the damn garden. She'd get on my damn nerves. And then because I, it was just me and her because my siblings were so much older and they were living their lives, she would make me go out there and cut the damn grass. Mm. And when after when I came home from school, I went to my uncle's house. So they cooked so I ate like after school food or dinner at their house before I went home with my mom. So I don't really think I had like ingrained gender roles. Maybe the trash, because we had like this big old trash can there. So pulling that out for me was a no. But I don't think I really had like a real established roles until I went out into the world. Hmm. And I was like, oh, this is what it's like. <laughs> Not this is what it's like. This is real life. Mm-hmm. I've been introduced to um, the soft life. Mm. So you um, have to share with the thing. people what your sister said. <laughs> <laughs> what your sister said about you and your oh, soft life over the God. weekend. Okay, so. I'm trying to practice this soft life thing, right? So all my life, I'm just like, oh, I'm this independent black woman and I'm going to do it on my own and I don't need no man, blase, blase. But I have a man and he likes to do acts of service. So in order to accommodate that, I have to, you know, step back a bit. So I went to my sister's for the weekend and we were having like a siblings weekend. So she asked, me to help her with the air mattress I was like I don't know how to do that because it's one of those new ones that you I guess you just plug up and just blow it up yeah but I ain't blew up an air mattress since you had to get your hair dry and pull that thing into the the hole (laughs) I was like I don't know how to do that she's like so when we came to your house who did it I was like EJ did it like why would I be touching why would I be bothered with that so then I was like, well, I'll try to help you. So I get the box for the air mattress that she bought. I was like, this thing heavy. Why am I carrying this? So I called EJ. I was like, can you please take this in the other room and set this up for us? And he did it. And he was happy to do it. My <laughs> sister said that I wouldn't shit. So <laughs> <laughs> she said I was weak. She said and that man was that. trying to Not rest weak. on his vacation. And you gonna right. aggravate she said, him? And about- she said I was using him. She said I was using him. <laughs> but I told wow. her this is a soft life, girl. You better. And she should know because she lives the soft life too. In what way? Well, damn. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. She don't do no yard work. She don't take no trash nowhere. She cooks. That's about it. Maybe she'll clean. That's maybe she'll clean. She cleans. But that's about it. Like, stuff that needs to be done with the house and all this other kind of stuff. Like, her man take care of that. Why can't I enjoy the life, too? Yeah. it's the, So, she does the same thing. It just looks different. 
Right. I think she's more, but she would be probably more eager to try to blow up the mattress than I would. The man here, like, why would I blow up the mattress? <laughs> it ain't like he gone. He at the house. That reminds me of just like, like how my mom used to always make my brother or my dad take up my luggage and shit when I come home. I'm like, Ma, I can do it. No. They're here. That's right. <laughs> they can take it up. And after a while, I just quit fighting her. And I done got conditioned now. I'm like, hey, bro, you can help me take this shit down <laughs> to my car. <laughs> if he's at the house. Oh, gosh. It's a shame. I mean, you had to lug it in there by yourself, put it in the car, or bring it in from the airport. The least they can do is, you know, help you take it up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. I'll be quick to be. And that's so funny you say that because it's like when your spouse is not there, you make that shit happen. I'm going to build this whole rack mm-hmm. for the garage. But as soon as you. <laughs> as soon as you. Hold that toolbox immediately. Right. Oh, I'm going to bring you everything you need. Honey, can you put this together for me? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, this is how you do it. Can you hold this piece for me? And then you know they're just going to be like, move out of the way so I can get this done. Because I know what yep. you did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll make some popcorn. What you want to What wanna you want to <laughs> <laughs> start on a movie. Right. I don't even do that. I just said, can you put this together for me, please? I ain't even trying to attempt that like I know what I'm doing. Put that shit together, please. <laughs> <laughs> His ass would be lucky. I didn't have to go on all them Ikea runs early on. I was doing all that shit before he came around. Cause I sure would hand him that hammer and that flat top screwdriver. Say, go ahead on, <laughs> <laughs> do your thug fizzle for real. Oh God! So I was looking up the categories, I guess, that gender roles fall into, mm-hmm. and so three types came up, um, and it was tra- traditional, transitional, and egalitarian. I guess. Um, the traditional, of course, means, you know, men are more responsible for livelihood. Uh, women are responsible for more domestic roles, taking care of the family. Egalitarian means um, that roles should not be segregated by gender. And then transitional means that your perceptions lie midway between traditional roles and egalitarian. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, we have some traditional, but then yeah you don't have to and i think i would probably Mm -hmm. fall more in transitional um and that's happened over time because if you had Mm -hmm. asked me three years ago like in the beginning of my dating experience i think i would have said like um i believe in gender roles and they're going to be very traditional you're going to pay these bills and i'm going to take care of the house but when you get into the thick of it you realize if I'm working, you working, we need to go half and half on these on right. these roles and these tasks yes. in this house because And these bills, honey. I can't drive myself say, crazy and still having to work. Yeah. I was I and I looked up some actually like ten, some top ten gender roles and I came up with the top ten examples of traditional gender roles. Some of what we talked about. So the first one is uh cook, cooking. The most common example of a gender role, you know, for women. And then the second one was men work outside, women work at home. And let me see. Third one is caretaking comes naturally to women. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that because that ain't that ain't anything. And then the dressing one, I just felt like this was crazy and outdated. But it says women wear skirts and men wear pants. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Childhood behavior. Boys played outside and girls play with dolls sensitivity men don't cry women do uh aggression men can be angry and women are docile because they don't cry (laughs) (laughs) and we are not docile (laughs) we crazy too we get it all out we cry and then we beat your ass right Mm -hmm. um or cry while we beating your ass there's a solution in crying there is listen yeah let that thing go okay i don't even know how they hold that shit in yeah, um, yeah. and then for dating, men pay on a date. Let's come back to that one. Uh, marriage, man is the provider and protector. Women are pretty, men are handsome. I don't even know what that means. Is that no, I don't know. I think they're speaking of the terminology. Like, oh, you can't say that a guy is pretty. 
Yeah. Can you call a woman handsome? See, I'm gonna take I mean, that offensively I'm... because bitch, what you're saying? My she my mustache is mustache today. My my facial hairs are a little manly today. I what do you call me handsome for? I wish I would hear someone call me a handsome woman. Right. Yeah, I think they're speaking of terminology on that one. Yeah. Um, so those were the top ten ones. Um any of those specifically stood out to you to make you think you're traditional, you may be egalitarian, or you may be transitioning? Um, I guess the um I don't not necessarily the providing, but the protection. Like I do still look to my partner to protect Agreed. me in situations. Yeah. So, um, that's probably the main one. I just be like, that's like a no, a non-negotiable for me. Like you have to be able to protect me in some capacity. Yeah. But if something pop off and you pushing me to the front of the line, it's a wrap. Mm -mm. Or you using me as a a a (laughs) cop. Yes. uh, You need no brown me. Right. What are you here for? Like that's. Honestly, one of the top three things we expect from men, and I'm sorry, like, mm-mm. but I think that just goes deeper in my mind in thinking the way you deal with me is how you're gonna do with my kid. If you mm-hmm. ready to use me as a human shield, what you gonna do with my kid or our mm-hmm. kid? You know, yeah, true. Mm-mm. I can't have that because I will Bobby murder you. I will kill you. You try as much out as a human shield. No, that's too much. But yeah, I I think that's the only one that I was just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's a non-negotiable. I'll pay for a date. Yeah, I would pay for a date. I, I think it's nice to treat your man. Yeah. yeah, I do too. Sometimes I do think like if I pick up the check, that the person think, oh, well, he must be broke or something. Yeah. <laughs> because you're paying for it versus him because that's just the gender role of things. But I mean, I've hey. done it. You're like, I got you, baby. That's right. It's your birthday, you know. Well, let me treat you. I mean, you did all these things. Let me let me treat you to dinner. Least I could do is feed you. Yeah. I mean, I ain't going crazy. I ain't <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the He's conversation like, is definitely okay. So, what's the budget? Because even if we go out for a special dinner, I'm like, okay, I know what's the what's this budget? Because I'm respectful yeah. of. You know, I understand that you pay, you know, the bills and you have all these other things going on. That would be selfish of me to not consider that. So. Mm. But don't take me to a restaurant. I can't have a good time. Yeah, that's the only thing. Just don't take me. Yeah, let's not do that. Because in my head, if we going somewhere. And you and know, we're going to Fleming's. You know, and I can get you, my seventy dollars steak. But right. so don't take me, me to Fleming's. Like, right? Yeah, don't do it. Just we. But just you can't get a tomahawk and split it though. Like that's a big ass piece of meat. I'm not about to sit there and eat that by myself. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But what if I don't want a tomahawk? What if I want a ribeye? Or well, if you, you like your steak done a different way than I do, you like you like your shit well done. I like my shit medium. It's you true. What it's going to do. True. Somebody better compromise today. I guess you need to have that conversation. Right. We've tried to have that conversation, and it's just no having it. <laughs> you like that oh, shit? Well no. done. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> nigga! What? <laughs> not the not the chewy meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you get your steak at? Hmm? What do you get your steak? At? Oh, either medium or medium rare. Oh, I go medium or medium yeah. rare for sure. Medium or medium rare for me. Mm, if it's a little medium rare, sometimes they have a little too much blood sitting on the plate. If I move that steak and I see a little swimming of blood, red juice, <laughs> I need the redness to be contained in the meat still. Mm. I usually go I need- more medium. Like, I usually go more medium anyway. But every now and again, it's like, give me that shit medium rare. I don't mind if it's an even consistency of brown and red on the plate. It don't have to be in the meat 100%. But if I see a little red, I hope to see a little brown surrounding it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see a little brown juice surrounding surrounding medium rare. I'm not having the shit seared. 
They still cook it. I just don't. I'm just saying. No judgment. No judgment. (laughs) If you like rare steak, by all means, enjoy friends. But that's just, that's enough. Mm, Not the steak still mooing. Yeah. Mm. Still mooing, bitch. I don't like it rare. Thanks. Medium rare. But anywho. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I don't mind paying for a day. I really don't. Yeah. It's not a big thing. And we already talked about the whole sensitivity about anger and crying. That's 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 problematic, and that's yeah. I need some emotion. See, and that is that, that even ties into like raising a kid. You know, I just like I'm not gonna tell my little boy to not cry. I mean, I don't want either one of my kids crying for no fucking reason. Okay, don't aggravate me, because I mean, I get aggravated when my niece cry for no damn reason. Because I know she, she just <laughs> want attention. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. You just really want attention. There ain't nobody doing what you want them to do. But I don't want you to just not cry because. You're not supposed to do that. I just, I don't like yeah. that. So, <clears throat> would you teach your kids gender roles? Like, now that we are getting into the parenting stage, would you consider teaching them the traditional gender roles? Because I think it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Because, like, we, as single yeah. women in college, you have to do things for yourself. So if you teach them like strict traditional roles, I feel like it's going to be a disadvantage for them when they're out living on their own. And it's just like, well, my dad always did that, taken out of the trash. Yeah. Or my dad always fixed the car. Or my dad always did whatever. And you feel like, one, you don't know how to do it. Or two, it's above your um I, your gender. I mean, it's outside of like, like your gender role. I feel like it, we would have to, you have to go back to like core values. Like what, what are some shit we was missing that we want our kids to know? Mm-hmm. Like I want my child to be able to fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't want them looking at fucking me. Or calling me for everything. Laundry. Right. Don't, don't, don't call me and ask me how much detergent to add this goddamn laundry. You should, we should have <laughs> been done that shit. Okay. Don't ask me how to use a measuring cup. Don't ask me how to boil water. If you have to call me to ask me how to make ramen noodles, I have not done my job. As a parent, yeah. I want you to be able to be at least basically self-sufficient. There's some shit you got to learn on your own if you want to, mm-hmm. but I would think responsibility would be my ba- main core value. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I want both of you to learn how to cook. I'll... The yard work is still weird for me. I, I wouldn't know how to start. So <laughs> I couldn't teach them <laughs> if that was something that we wanted them to do. That has to be their daddy's thing. Brandon, he do it. I wouldn't know what to, how to start to tell him not do that. But you need to learn how to clean behind yourself. You know how to cook something so you don't starve to death and you don't spend too much money. And, you know, you learn how to take care of your shit and your money. Mm-hmm. So I would like to even teach them how to budget mm-hmm. as best as they can. Like, you, yeah. you ain't got but $100 a week, motherfucker. You better learn how to make that shit stretch. Look for a sale. Look how to pick the right tomato. Learn how to look at groceries when you go. And don't get the, the tomato deal. on the vine because them bitches about $6 for four. When you can just okay. get three that's individual okay. and now we but done cut the price in half. Them vine tomato last longer though. Then you better make sure you use every last vine tomato. <laughs> <laughs> they better not go bad. It better not they go, go bad. bad. You could have spent $3 on them little tomatoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Shoot. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think like the basics of like doing laundry and cooking are important, but I think it's like far as like the yard work, I think maybe you should just go towards interests. So like yeah. if your kid is just like, oh, I want to go outside with dad or whatever yeah. to help with outside, you shouldn't discourage them from doing that or telling them, oh, that's right. a boy's job or a girl's, you know, shouldn't be no, doing that. that. Baby, yeah, you can like, go there and cut that grass. You go tell your daddy you want to learn how to cut that grass. You, you li- once you get old enough, you know how to use tools and use knives and shit. You definitely go inside that, go on edge while your daddy cutting yeah. that grass. Because there's mm-hmm. definitely a market for, I mean, a business for landscaping. If you yes. can stand yes. being outside, you make good money. You Some like of our love yards be looking so nice. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't discriminate. I mean, when it comes to cleaning and cooking. I feel like that's a necessity of life. I just And doing laundry. But you know how many dudes, yeah. like, laundry. they don't. I know, and that's a problem. And that's just not an attractive trait. It's not. I just, I've, 
I've learned that like not having a man that can't cook, like why are you here? Like that's just one of the reasons why I don't need you. Like why why are you here? I can do with the go. not cooking, but the rest of it, like you don't know how to do nothing. Okay, anything? no, 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 no. Okay, let oh now that you like cla- I don't now that you like, clarify you just, like you're kitchen illiter- illiterate. Yes, yeah, like oh, you don't God. know what a, a potato peeler is. Okay, got it. no, no, you like, can't even you help. Just, no. You do more harm than good. No. Oh, that's a problem. Yes. Like, I don't need that in my life. No. You need to be able to do how to do something. Now, most dudes know how to cook some breakfast and spaghetti. That's In my lifetime, that's what I have learned about dudes. The most they can do is some spaghetti and breakfast. We're going to leave You got to at least alone, be know how to do that. you'd be amazed. Some people can fuck up breakfast. Yeah. But, but most men know how to cook some breakfast. You're right. You're like, right. You're right. The spaghetti, I mean, I'm not going to say you can't fuck it up. How you fuck up spaghetti? Unless you add a boatload of sugar to it. I don't know how you could do that. You don't season the sauce. Or you buy it. Right. You yeah, you sauce. still have to doctor yeah. up. The and the sauce. meat. You got to season, you have the, to season meat. the meat. Right. That's true. Or you undercook or overcook anything. the noodles. Oh, yes. God. Yeah, you could fuck up some spaghetti. Directions on the box. But well, sometimes following the instructions on the box is worse. Like, you just need to know how to look at this, these ingredients, and let your ancestors guide you. So if you haven't, <laughs> if you can't tap in, then we, how am I supposed to help you? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there's that. But like I said, these things have to be taught. Like, if you don't see nobody in your house cooking... Unless you just really fucking hate it and you were at someone else's mama's house and you saw them cook all the time and their food was always good, I'm not going to. The influence has to be there. So basic shit, yes. I feel like I will not be worried about gender roles. I'll be more in, going off interest. Mm-hmm. And I need to teach you how to survive yes. when you leave the house. Yeah. I don't want to have to worry that you don't know how to fend for yourself. So the, At least basically. So the consensus yeah. is survival skills is gender sure. neutral and everything else outside of that is based on what the child is interested in. Cause I, yes. I mean, I guess these are questions that we now have to start considering given that we're like in the age of parenting. I've never really thought about it to be honest. Okay. Mm. So this is one, cause I know this is a big thing. The whole argument about boys and girls and them playing with dolls or not playing with dolls. Mm. Like how boys aren't supposed to play with dolls and shit and mm. what that may lead to or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like where do y'all stand on that? Because I I feel like I have to I feel like I go back and forth with it. Like I don't think it's gonna make my kid gay. Not that I would give a shit if they were. But I just I don't I don't know. I feel like that's what a lot of people think it's little shit like that that makes them think it's cool and then makes them question, you know, and we can edit this out. I really don't care. I I just really wanted to know your answer because I always thought that was the weirdest thing that people say if boys play with dolls, they end up gay. That's why they like to wear dresses or something like that. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe oh, there are plenty of. Oh, I'm no. <laughs> I was just gonna say there there are plenty of men who are just raised by their mothers and they still end up straight. So I like you learn whatever your mom does and your mom gonna be in the house with no bra on and with her dresses on and her muumu on. That don't mean you feel like oh I need to put that on too. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I just agreed. I just feels like it's a personal choice. Yeah. I think they're too young. To have that much of an influence, mm-hmm. um, I right. think there it's a social influence that has a greater impact. Like if they go to school, and let's say by middle school, they have several mm-hmm. friends that are interested in you know female stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, well, let me see if I like it." That would be different, yeah. but to say that a toddler. It's going to make a life-changing decision of being gay because they played with a doll baby. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't see. But it. I don't know. If I were to have a son, I think I would tailor his toys and 
um, learning experiences around boyish things. So I don't know yeah. if that I makes think that's me just biased natural, or though. not. No, I mean, no. no. I, I, I guess I would wonder. I feel like I would have to watch him play with it. Like, what are you doing? Right, right. You know, right. Are you right. are you just simulating life? Like, is the doll talking like mommy talks? You know, mm-hmm. is the doll talking like your female teacher talks? Mm-hmm. Are you just simulating life mm-hmm. like most people do with dolls? Because that's what they're for. Yeah. But that's or, the same. That's along the same lines of buying a child black doll babies versus white. I want you right. to see yourself versus thinking that you know white is the standard. Or the only thing that matters, and it's not. So, right. like, does that make sense? And they say, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And some, you know, some say like, you know, giving a, you may not give your boy child like buy him a a baby doll, like a you know one of those baby babies that have you know you feed and stuff. But if he wants it, maybe it's teaching him sensitivity. I don't fucking know, because I mean, if he grows up to have a wife and a fucking kid, you don't want him to look at it like he's crazy and be scared to change mm-hmm. a damn diaper or feed it. You know, at, like he can't do it because he's a dude. Mm-hmm. And that's the woman's job. So how, I, I know um, that it popped up on Instagram when there were like little boys playing with a girl's kitchen. And I think it wasn't that the that's boy crazy. was playing in the kitchen. It was the fact that the kitchen was like per- pink, purple, whatever. So it was like catered for a girl. But they had like yeah. a boy option that was red and gray or whatever. So like, at what point do you... um how, where did this even come from? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, what was I'm, the initiative? Because if we're creating the same toys goes, for the same, it, it doesn't matter. They're playing yeah. with the same thing. It's, I don't know where the color thing came in because yeah. I, I remember that. Well, you apparently know, that's like an actual gender role. Like pink and purple. Oh yeah, cooking. Well, that's true. No, the colors. So uh, I looked up the. Um, they were saying that Damn. like colors can be considered generals because pink was considered more feminine. Yeah, but I remember. I don't know where I remember this from. But there was a point in time where boys would wear pink, like little baby right. boys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they were wear pink, so it wasn't a uh, pink wasn't for girls and blue was for boys. It was just a color. It was a soft baby color, so they all had it on. I don't know where it turned into a thing. Just like engagement rings. Like engagement rings weren't always a thing. Like some diamond company said, oh, you want to show her you love her? Buy her a ring. Mm-hmm. So that became a thing. So I just think it's a societal pressure to make you say, oh, in order for you to be able to determine what your baby is, put them in this. or put them Because in it's not like you can, did they do a study? Like these are the questions I have. Oh, no. Why is this a discussion? Because did we birth a group of 10 boys, put them in a study and say, I'm going to give you girl toys and watch how they progress in life? Like, why is this even a discussion? There's no proof. And it's not like we're going to subject children to these circumstances to see what happens. It's 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 adults with yeah. too much time. Right. <laughs> and thinking That's too what, damn hard. That's what is the conclusion. <laughs> like, what are we arguing about here? Yes. Because I've had, well, I can't, I can say I've had some like boyish toys, but I didn't know no different. I was a child. Right. You didn't think that hard. Like you said, they thinking too hard. And I really think it just stems from when, um, what you call it? When, gender roles were hardcore and there was literally no place else for women, but you know, to cook clean, like that was their thing. You were supposed to go to school for a little while, get married, have kids. That was your role. Mm-hmm. And the man went to work. So boys did these things to be a man. Girls did these things to be a woman. And then it just never stopped. It just never stopped. And then they came up with all this other craziness when someone challenged it. Yeah, and I also, I also think there's some a little bit of like a religious aspect to it as well. Hmm. Um, I just feel like you know how it's like Sodom and Gomorrah, and how you shouldn't be gay, and like how you don't want your kids to be influenced by anything that could make them gay because that's not the quote unquote Christian. Or I can only speak from the Christians. perspective but that's not like the christian way so if now you got this kid that 
turns out to be gay. So you're like, okay, what did I do wrong in order to turn my kid gay or not normal in your, you know, I just feel like it's something, I feel like it's religion, societal pressures, and these gender roles can also be a thing too. But just let the kid be whatever they want to be, bro. Just let them do what they want. They may be playing with dolls and they may treat this baby and say, oh, let me feed the baby. Let me change the baby hamper and end up being the best dad ever. In ever. Life. Or the best OBGYN. Like, you just yeah. don't know what interest is going to spark. So, yeah. Don't waste my time yeah, with unnecessary debates. Right. That want a doll. Don't you come at me asking me why I got the kid the doll. That's what they wanted, and leave them the f alone. Thank <laughs> and you. Leave me alone, cause who asked you, bitch? Speaking you of it? speaking of enough to argue about, let's go to wine and rewind. I'm ready for yes, this one child, this week. Please, Lord, jeez. Mm. Two, three, four. Whining with wine. Tell me your grievances. Whining with wine, girls. What is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's going first? I'll go first. Speaking of enough to worry about, like, so we had a, unfortunately, we had a friend of the family um, who passed away this Easter weekend. And she was a young, vibrant person. And passed away in her sleep. Literally, you know, they found her in the hotel. She could, they didn't, couldn't wake her up. So they just knew that she had already passed. She passed peacefully in her sleep. But I'm just like, we find comfort in knowing that she passed away peacefully versus like drowning or in an accident. Right. But I couldn't sleep last night. It's just like, you never know the day or the hour. As much as church people say it like that, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never yeah. know how, you never know when, and it's like, who would think to be worried about falling asleep and never waking up again? It's like you, it was just a, con- a reminder how we take life for granted. And mm-hmm. I think my one of the week is you already have enough to stress about as an adult in your own personal life. Don't let people treat you like shit. Don't treat yourself like shit. Let the stress go. Life is short. And enjoy every moment that you can and tell your friend and family, your friend and family that you love them. Um, And I hate that death brings those reminders, but I think that is what we have to live with when we're still left on the other side that yes this person has passed on but this is the reminder that I have this is what I can be encouraged to continue my life in the best way that I can so that's my wine of the week stop stressing and live the best life that you can because that's all that we can like and I think that's like one of the purposes of the unestablished podcast is like we're sharing our stories that life is not perfect but we are dope-ass people enjoying the journey along the way. And we can't ask or expect more of ourselves than that. Don't wait until you have money in the bank to enjoy your life. Do that shit now. To whatever degree you can with whatever budget you have. There are inexpensive ways to enjoy life. Like um, I shared on our story how you can use the T-Mobile app. They offer $5 tickets to AMC. The movies like switch up, but why not take advantage of it? Yeah, don't wait until later to enjoy life. Facts, love that. Yeah. Oh, damn. Mine's be so petty. <laughs> <laughs> you done left us with a gym, girl. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, in the you know spirit of traveling. Um, my wine this week is going to be for all of you who, um, have no sense of patience and I guess poor planning skills, um, and don't know how to book your connecting flights. So there's not leaving 10 minutes after your first flight gets Mm. there and you want to push past me 
and jump up as soon as the goddamn plan lanes, even though they still got to move up and they got to connect to the actual airport and they got to open the fucking door and you there with your little carry on trying to run over my goddamn foot because you got to hurry up and get your connecting flight or you just being an asshole, whatever the case may be. I'm not sure why you think shoving this, shaving this 1.7 seconds off of your time in this fucking plane Mm -hmm. is worth pushing past me. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you need to do, but I need for you to figure out how to get, figure out what connecting flight works best for you and pick your damn seat and pay the extra for the comfort plus (laughs) on first class hoe because you're getting on my motherfucking nerve. You need to be putting your shit in an aisle seat closest to the door. Mm -hmm. You need to be doing that shit in advance. Yeah. Stop pushing past me. You getting on my nerves. It's the audacity of the people in the back. You in the back. Sit your ass down. Trying to come up to the middle of the plane as soon as we land. Are you serious? They be so serious. So serious. And they know they're wrong. That's why they don't even look at you. They just stand there looking around at all the lights that are on, waiting for someone to move. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to get out of here. What's your problem? Mm. So all y'all can kiss my ass. I don't know what your what your issue is. I don't know what it is, but I need for you to I need for you to get yourself together, and 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 plan better, and do better. Okay. This has been a public service announcement. Thank you. <laughs> 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 what you want about Jawanda? Okay. Yeah. Well, mine's even pettier. <laughs> we just gonna continue going. Okay, down. let's yeah. do it. <laughs> We're going down the spiral. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's go down this rabbit hole, sweetie. I'm ready. Facts. Okay. Well, I just want to say uh, I know that times are getting hard and we have to do budget cuts, but how much more plastic we gonna take off the grocery bags, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> what you mean? These grocery bags so thin. are so thin. So thin. Oh, <laughs> so thin. <laughs> I went to the grocery store today. Oh my god. And I went to get some groceries and my grocery bag while I was, cause I was going to carry the groceries cause it wasn't a lot. So I was just going to carry them to the car and the grocery bag was so thin that it rubbed up against the grocery cart and it tore a hole in the bag. <laughs> Sorry. That's not funny, <laughs> but my God, it just don't take no effort. That no sounds like more. it would be better to just take your reusable bags at this point. I think that's it what they is. want you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. And it's just like, you know how they tell you to don't have little plastic bags around kids because it can suffocate them? These bags so fucking thin, they ain't gonna do none of that. Probably air holes in that bitch. That's they sad. already I think I really think the bags already comes with holes in them. Because you can't save them like you your mama oh and God, your daddy no. did before for save them for trash bags for the bathroom. You can't do oh, that. I still do. Because they already got holes mm-hmm, in I them. I still do. But yeah, the Walmart ones, you definitely have to check. Like don't use it for oil to throw out cuz it's going to be on the floor. You need a double bag just to make sure it's secure. It matters where you come from, girl. You got to check them all. No. You got to mm-hmm. check Target, you got to check Target's usually pretty good. And Target used to Target usually have the good bags. They do. Target's actually let me I I, you know, I recant my statement. Target, you you doing you doing pretty damn good. But Walmart, Publix, Kroger, Kroger. Literally any especially Kroger. Kroger's Mm -hmm. there's always a hole in the bottom. (laughs) There's always a hole in the bottom of a Kroger bag. All my grocery bag did was bump against the damn cart. And it got a big hole in it. My bottles of water just fell out. I was so upset. So were you in the parking so lot upset. chasing water bottles? No, I was at the, the entrance of the grocery store. I was going to drop the car okay. off because I didn't need mm-hmm. it. So I was going to just take it. I was so mad. I was like, I can't believe this. Can't believe well, it. Well, I hope you have a better shopping experience, Brandon, in the future. Me too. Well, that's why I do um, Kroger Pickup. Kroger Pickup do have the thick bags. I will give you that. So if you do Kroger Pickup, they have the thick bags. But if you just go to the regular grocery store like everybody else, that shit just thin as hell. That's a shame. So if you have the nerve to go and shop for yourself and not pay extra to have to put it in your sh- in your damn car, and then you mm-hmm. get the shit bags. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you pay good money, then you get the good bags. Oh, man. That's my wine. All right. Well... <sighs> 
I think this was a good conversation. Yes, I enjoyed this one. Me too. If you guys have anything else to add, make sure you hit us up, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit us up on Instagram, unestablished podcast, TikTok, unestablished podcast. Um, I think that's about it. Okay. Well, if y'all don't have nothing else to add. Oh, and send Constance a wine cellar letter. Please. She wants to read. Hit me up. That's at she CV wants to give Pearl 91. Okay. Uh, I think that's what it is. Yeah, at CV Pearl 91 on Instagram. That's what you, you frequent. Or shoot it to the Unestablished Podcast on um, on Instagram. Please, Jesus. Just even send me some of your wines. You know, because you know how I'd, I'd be forgetting. I'll never have nothing. Send me one of your wines. We can talk about it. Uh, uh, let me agree with you. Please, send me a wine that you have. What, what petty thing happened to you this week that you just can't even with? Let me know. I'll read it out on the show. Right. Give me some advice. If you so ask. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else to add, Mo can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week, and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.